Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hello. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, Rocktober 4, 2022, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 623 of the Biden-Harris administration, 34 days until the 22 midterms. Find me on Instagram at TheBobSeska or TheBobSeska if you choose. Uh, Twitter, BobSeska underscore go, and our Patreon page is, of course, BobSeskaShow.com. Plus, you can follow Buzz Burbank at Michael J. Elson on Twitter. Link in the description. And there he is sitting right over there. Hey, hi. Check check this out. Hi. Uh, check this out. H- how do you like my new white hurricane boots? <laughs> All right. I'm giving you a rim shot for that one because I love the white. reference. I didn't have that on my list to talk about, but me, God damn those boots. Get these off. <laughs> hi. Hi. Uh, he, he's Bob. I'm Buzz. Hi. And uh, we went a little crazy over the weekend and annexed four other podcasts. <laughs> uh Trump is suing CNN for $475 million for fake news. Mm -hmm. CNN's expected to file a countersuit for a fake president. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the Republicans' commitment to America? I have. Oh, man, the cruelty is unbelievable, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, I may have read this wrong, but as I understand it, they want to do away with air. Marjorie Taylor Greene's husband has filed for divorce. Oh, no. Uh, He's suing her for alienation of education. (laughs) The the Royal Undertaker, or whatever they have over there, (laughs) has announced Queen Elizabeth's cause of death. Uh Uh-huh. Old age. Wow. How long must these cover-ups continue? (laughs) Also in the news, I read this yesterday, spam, that delicious compressed pork product of Mm. can. Yes, those Spam, yummy. yeah, now the hot new dish. Fancy restaurants are now serving Spam. <laughs> Ooh, can I get that with a side of gruel? <laughs> what is gruel? I've always wondered what gruel is. It's a grain product, but more about that later. Okay. Uh, well, yesterday was the, uh, the first Monday in October, mm-hmm. and you know what that means. Brett Kavanaugh gets to wear a dress. Thought I'd play this one again because it's my absolute favorite. Yep, this is Rocky Mountain Mike kicking off a brand new week. His name was Donnie. He was an ex-prez with yellow freak combed over hair and 
a tire, what a spare. He was deranged, day and cuckoo coco. And when he thought he was a star, he got bailed out by Bill Barr. And then the FBI, they came and stayed till five. They were feds and they had a warrant. Who could ask for more? With the dope from, from Mar-a-Lago. Who may just flee to Santiago. Oh, oh, classic. Classic Rocky Mountain Mike with Mary and Ann Arbor in there, too. What a great job. Oh, yeah. Love that one. Rocky MNT and Mike on Twitter. Yep. Go follow them now. All right. So, wow. Mar-a-Lago. Oh, gruel is uh, can be uh, like oatmeal. Oatmeal is technically okay. gruel if you have a you know, or any other uh, hot grain product yeah like well that. that's what that's what gruel is now you know yeah big gruel needs to work on their marketing campaign a little bit I indeed think. catch up with spam <laughs> yeah or just the name just change the name gruel right. kind of sets you up for instant disappointment doesn't it it does it does so uh let's see well yeah you survived the hurricane well i did yeah so so glad to hear that everything was uh fine and dandy in your neck of the woods there in florida Here. That uh, you managed to uh, escape most of it, but boy, Fort Myers got nailed. They did, indeed. Uh, it's terrible, and I feel, and and I've talked to neighbors and friends who feel the same thing. I talked to a friend in North Carolina who who uh, went underwent the same situation as me. He got the same amount of rain. The storm went right by him instead of hitting him directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing happened here. Uh, we can't believe how lucky we are, and we're so relieved uh, that that we were not at the brunt of the storm. As expected, we were was supposed to get it. Yeah. We the thing was headed for us, and so we prepared, uh, and and then it took a sharp turn to the right, and when it did, uh, it it devastated uh, southwestern Florida mm-hmm. and uh, Fort Myers and and uh, well broad area around it, uh, and and the other thing that we feel uh, those of us who got the near miss is uh, guilt. I guess it's a kind of survivor's guilt. Yeah. But but uh, a guilt of it that we're so lucky and uh, they are so devastated, homeless. Uh, we already had a housing problem in Florida. What do you think we have now? Oh uh, th- yeah. this is this is incredibly devastating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I'm doing what I can to help and I encourage others to do the same because these are people and uh, about half of them are Democrats. Yeah. Uh, so uh, with some compassion, uh, don't give to the fund set up by Ron DeSantis, obviously. Mm-hmm. We don't trust that one at all. Yeah. The Red Cross is usually pretty reliable. Uh, they, they seem to be the experts in disaster, although there are many good, uh, the, the World Central Kitchen, there are many good charities you can give to to help people out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I, but I would urge that. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting to talk to people, to talk to people in, in the Carolinas or, or here who were spared and yet at the same time feel sort of guilty. Yeah. I will say it, it was a lot of work uh, setting up, uh, you know, preparing for the hurricane, you know, putting up all those oh, steel yeah. panels and yeah, all your, that. Your Batman it's, shields on the it's whole even, place. Yeah, yeah, it's even more work to, to put it all back, you know, 
take those down and to put everything back. <laughs> yeah, all you the, forget all about the, that. All the potted plants and projectiles in the yard that have to, mm -hmm. you know, and then some things are broken and, you know, or maybe they already needed fixing before you took them in. You know, <laughs> so you're repairing things and cleaning things as you're putting them back out. So it becomes a really major job fishing furniture out of the pool. Wow. Uh, that, that sort of thing. And and But that's nothing. That's nothing compared to what uh, people whose whole lives were taken away oh, from. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. And I've uh, certainly been there myself uh, yes. numerous occasions. And so my empathy is at like 1,000% uh, right now for the people of uh, Florida down in especially the areas that were hardest hit. And right. same with the Carolinas, as you were saying. And I, I remember five years ago with the Santa Rosa fires, I remember standing in line at Walmart mm -hmm. buying supplies and so on as we were right, right on the cusp of being evacuated because of those wildfires. You wild had a go fire. bag, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a guy in front of me in line uh, at the register and he had some jeans and some shoes and socks and some underwear, and he was checking out. And, of course, the clerk said, uh, were you hit by the fires? And he said, yeah, we lost everything. And she said, is Ooh. this all you have? And he goes, yeah, this is it. This is the extent of the clothing and the things that I own right here. And, oh. boy, that hits you like a ton of bricks, especially if you've yeah. been through something like that. And seeing right. the homes devastated, you know, the property strewn all around, just – you don't truly know what that feels like until you experience it. And I don't care if they're Democrats or Republicans or any point in between miscellaneous, you know, I can't help but to feel empathy for these people. So, so sorry over, for them. Over a hundred people are dead, over a thousand yeah. people still missing, still being searched for, yeah. uh, and uh, billions of dollars in damage as predicted. So, yeah, and also, by the way, Deanna Lorraine, who ran for Congress in 2020, also Lauren Witzke, who was the yes. Delaware GOP's candidate for Senate in 2020, agree right. that Hurricane Ian is the deep state using weather manipulation technology to punish Governor Ron DeSantis for not enacting a vaccine mandate in Florida. <laughs> so there it is. That's not a joke. They've already started on that bullshit. Welcome <laughs> back to the Dark Ages, and it is appalling yeah. to know uh, the percentage of Americans who believe that crap. Oh, I know. The most unbelievable conspiracy theories uh, they've embraced wholeheartedly. And I, you know, uh, is there ever any bringing them back? I, you know, I don't. I don't see how. Yeah, no, no, there's not. They're going to have to be fully marginalized in order to no longer be yeah, part of the that's, conversation. That's, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, shrink yeah. them back down to the insane 15% of the country <laughs> right. that we've always had. Yeah, and can we also physically shrink them too? Do we have that technology yet? Can we make them teeny yeah. tiny like... Uh, you, you manage with Trump. Like so. tiny Trump. You can't have that happen to me. Yeah, one of those deals. <laughs> yeah. Where's Dr. Shrinker from the Sid and Barty Croft show? Uh, All right. So, you know what? Last week, uh, oh, you told a joke about Halloween, and oh my God, the controversy. Was, uh, did you get more than one comment? Because I didn't, <laughs> nobody said anything to me. A couple yeah. of really attentive Patreon subscribers yeah. noticed. Yeah. 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 So, well, well um, let's blame it on the hurricane. <laughs> Uh, That's what we're gonna do. Here's here's the story of that joke. Uh -huh. First of all, I still think it's funny, and I'm I'm proud of that joke. Me too. Uh, and uh, who knows? I may do it again at the end of this month. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, for some and I'd actually written that joke weeks beforehand. Mm -hmm. I, I've been sitting on that joke for like two or three weeks, <laughs> and as a last minute thing, I just I threw it in and. Thinking I was at, I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking that Halloween was coming that weekend. And 
<laughs> nobody challenged me. Nobody has said anything to me on social media about, hey, that nobody, you know, so everybody was very kind. And by the way, everybody was very kind about the hurricane, too. And I, yeah, I, yeah. I am overwhelmed by the outpouring of uh, love and support that, uh, that I felt from, from your people, our people, my people, uh, concern about uh, the, the hurricane and, and its effect. And fortunately, we dodged that bullet. And, and everybody was just so, so very nice. Well, likewise, everybody was very nice not to say a word to me <laughs> about the joke. And I never noticed it either until my lovely wife, Marsha, pointed it out. And because and, she's good at that sort of thing. And, uh, but she, she, she noticed and she pointed it out to me. And, of course, I was mortified. Uh, but, but, um, you start, start to get the Albert Brooks flop sweats as soon as you Yeah, I, I did. I did. And, and you didn't realize it either until, I didn't notice. I, guess, I heard it twice. Patreon. I heard it during the show. And then I listened yeah. back to the show yeah. at double speed just to make sure we don't screw up too badly on the show. And so I missed it at that time too and I didn't notice until a couple of Patreon subscribers chimed in about <laughs> Halloween not being uh, you know September 31st that it isn't because there is no September 31st uh, no, no. and then that Halloween is actually October 31st so Yes. Uh, uh, let's put it this way. Tomorrow's jokes today here on the Bob Seska show. So I had to do one of those weird things, Buzz, where I go back into the show after it's already uh -huh, posted uh -huh. to snip out that particular that oh, particular did you, piece. Did you take yeah. it out? Yeah. It oh, is, you know what? Currently no well, longer there. Good. So we're not retelling it here. And maybe <laughs> I can. Maybe I can use it again at the end of this month. I would be disappointed if you didn't. Okay, yeah, okay, right, yeah, done deal. Right, please do. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what happens is uh, we make mistakes, and I, and we're just yes, we occasionally, I, and I do, and and occasionally Bob does. Although I think I'm more frequent at it. <laughs> I don't know about uh, that. And, but, and okay. sometimes they're little little factual things or mm -hmm. whatever. We we are very confident that we're factually correct 99.5% of the time. That's right. Right. But 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 a couple of times we because we're human perhaps we slip up and uh, uh y'all are very kind and and understanding about that. Uh, we're spinning a lot of plates here. And yes. uh you know that, I think that's part of it, don't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh my god, yes. Plate spinning is a great way to describe it. In fact, it should bring in the plate spinning music, yeah. Because this is how it is doing the show. We have to yeah. balance being factually accurate. We have to balance being funny in there, or we hope that it's funny. And we also have to balance motivating our listeners to take right. action on certain issues. Right. There are numerous plates. I would say there's at least a dozen plates that we have to spin. Have we exhausted the plate spinning metaphor? Maybe. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is that it is, you know, not as easy as it may sound wow. doing this. It, you know, it may sound like we're just getting on and bullshitting for an hour and a half. But there's a lot of wrong. things that we have to cover and a lot of things that we have to be knowledgeable about. And occasionally something will pop up that we're not... 100% confident about in terms of knowing all of the details and that's when something slips through the cracks. It's inevitable. It's gonna happen. Shit happens we're, and yeah. when we notice it, we we're do human. try to make up for it by correcting the mistake, correcting the error. Right. So right. Well, we're, we're, not, we're not complaining, you understand. We're just giving you the reality that there, there's a lot going on and sometimes we make little mistakes and for those we apologize and, and we don't ask for your sympathy. Uh, we ask for your patience. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're not trying to deceive anyone. We're not trying to no, deliberately no. pull the wool over anyone's eyes, whatever the hell that means. Right. We're just doing our job and sometimes we'll hear something and speaking for myself I'll hear something I'll read something uh, I'll go to repeat it maybe as many as several weeks or months later 
And in the process of that ongoing telephone game where, you know, you read something and then you try to remember it and then you try to make a mental note of it and then you land on actually saying the thing and it comes out wrong. I mean, even the basic stuff, like how many times I've started a Tuesday show by saying from our nation's capital, it is Thursday, (laughs) which is not accurate. No, no. Stay classy, San Diego. These things happen. Yeah, I read whatever's (laughs) on the prompter. I am Ron Burgundy. Thank you very much. (laughs) So, you know what? It happens, and we apologize for the, uh, the error. No. Well, see, look at look at it as a gift. Now, you have a joke. You, the listener, ha- have a joke that you can you can tell later this month. <laughs> That's right. But, we're providing a public service. That's how but, we're going to retcon this thing. It's just, but, you know, we're preparing you for the Halloween season. But only if you downloaded last Tuesday's show early. Yes. Uh, if you're one of the first, I don't know, 1,500 people who downloaded the show. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that was me sitting there going, okay, so... 2,000 people have downloaded the show so far. Is uh-huh. that too late to take it out? I don't care. I'm just going to take it out anyway. <laughs> so I did. We'll, we'll splice it into the one in three weeks from now. Yes. And so that's its whole separate plate spinning act. That's its, right. <laughs> just right. frantically trying to repost the show while it's already up. That's a bit of a thing. I yeah. have definitely been there. So as yes. I predicted, <laughs> I predicted this on September 24th. I said on Twitter, who's going to be the first reporter to rabbit season, duck season, Herschel Walker into admitting that he paid for abortions? That's what I said on September 24th. Fast forward to yesterday, and we find out that the Daily Beast has discovered that Herschel Walker did, in fact, pay for an abortion. Yep. Well, the part you didn't get right was that he was going to admit to it because he's denying it. But uh, I, I think I think the canceled check that uh, that they got a hold of, uh, you know, proves him to be lying. And I'm, I'm giggling to myself because I think that's the first time a Brady Bunch sound effect has ever been used in the context of paying for an abortion. Thank you very much, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Probably. You heard it here first. <laughs> yes. We'll be apologizing for that one next Tuesday. So st- right. stand by for that. Um, Yes, so Herschel Walker uh, says he wants to completely ban abortion, of course, likening it to murder, claiming there should be, quote, no exception for rape, incest, or medical emergency, as it puts here, uh, life of the mother, as they say. But the Republican candidate has supported at least one exception for himself. A woman who asked not to be identified out of privacy concerns, of course, because, you know, the Republican jihad against women who have a perfectly safe medical procedure, uh, told the Daily Beast that after she and Walker conceived a child while they were dating in 2009, he urged her to get an abortion. The woman said she had the procedure and that Walker reimbursed her for it. Something that he could be sued in many states right now and potentially thrown into prison for aiding and abetting an abortion procedure. If he did that now, bye-bye, Herschel, and that's your party who did that. She supported these claims with a $575 receipt from the abortion clinic, a get-well card from Walker. Oh, how generous. $575 and a get-well card. Uh, The Daily Beast independently corroborated the details of the woman's claims with a close friend she told at the time who, according to the woman and the friend, took care of her in the days after the procedure. The woman said Walker, who was not married at the time, told her it would be more convenient to terminate the pregnancy, saying it was, quote, not the right time for him to have a child. Hey, how about that? Is that that would be known as an elective abortion, wouldn't it? 
It was feeling. Yes, it was a right. feeling that she also shared, but that she didn't know uh, was that Walker had an out of wedlock child with another woman earlier the same year. Talk about plate spinning. <laughs> he has at least four children that we know of. Apparently, he decided to draw the line at this one. Uh, yes. And I, I don't believe for all his uh, pro-life stance, uh, he didn't send a get-well card to the fetus. <laughs> that's you know? right. I, I mean, do they make those how, yet? I wouldn't be surprised if, if they made those already. Oh, yeah, you can get them on Republican websites, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. So in the wake of all of this, in the wake of this news that could completely derail the Herschel Walker for Senate campaign in Georgia, uh -huh. what Herschel Walker decides to do in response, well, he and his handlers, because this clearly wasn't written by Herschel Walker himself, right. they have decided to sue the Daily Beast and probably the woman who reported to the Daily Beast uh, this particular abortion procedure, thus extending the story long past its yes, normal shelf you. life. Yeah, and wasting a lot of Herschel's money uh, or campaign money or whatever they're going to use to pay for those legal services yep. uh, for a case he's going to lose. It's just th throwing money away yeah. uh, for, for image and for the sake of this campaign. So the tweet said, this is a flat-out lie, and I deny this in the strongest possible terms. This is another repugnant hatchet job from a Democrat activist uh, disguised as a reporter who has obsessively attacked my family and tried to tear me down since this race started. He's harassed friends of mine, asking if I fathered their children. He's called my child secret because I didn't want to use them as campaign props in a political mm. campaign. Oh, how chivalrous of him. Now they're funny, using, all, all the other Republicans are using their kids in yeah, campaign. No ads. shit. Now they're using an anonymous source to further slander me. They will do anything to hold on to power. It's disgusting gutter politics. I'm not taking this anymore. I, I, and of course, here's the Herschel Walker typo. Yes. I planning to sue the Daily Beast for this defamatory lie. It will be filed tomorrow morning. That'd be today. I have no idea if it's been filed yet. We're unclear about that. But so my response to this, again, as I said, was, yes, please keep going. Please keep making this a story. The longer you extend this story, the better off the Democrats will be, the better off the Raphael Warnock campaign will be, the better off our chances of expanding our majority in the Senate will be. This is all good news for Herschel Walker to try to extend this. The lesson here is... Trump people, MAGA people, red right. hats. My right. God. <laughs> and, you know, Stop talking. Take the advice that many political people in, in, embroiled in scandals have taken in the past. Remember to say the words. They're two simple words that even Herschel Walker can remember. No comment. No comment is the key, but they will never do that. And the fact that I'm urging them to say no comment will, in fact, rabbit season, duck season them into <laughs> continuing to comment on this shit. So I am confident well, that no matter what we say, they're going to keep going like idiots, right? Well, Herschel ain't right. Uh, he is something... Something's wrong with Herschel. And, and again, uh, this is the, the MAGA machine uh, mm -hmm. taking advantage of him, using him, allowing him to, uh, you know, to, to crucify himself on the campaign trail. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I don't know. Will it make any difference? We'll, we'll see. It, it, it might. Mm -hmm. Well, meantime, his son, Christopher, Herschel Walker's son, Christopher, says yeah, that Herschel threatened to kill his family. 
uh, Christopher tweeted, I know my mom and I would really appreciate if my father, Herschel Walker, stopped lying and making a mockery of us. You're not a family man when you left us to bang a bunch of women, threatened to kill us, and had us move over six times in six months running from your violence. One of his one of his exes says he pointed a pistol to her forehead, Jesus. Uh, to her temp to her temple. Uh, I just saw a clip of an interview in which uh, Herschel admitted to playing Russian roulette uh, one time, and the reporter asked, "Did you point the gun at your temple?" And he said, "No, I put it in my mouth oh twice." My wow! Wow! So Christopher also said he said family values people. He has four kids, four different women. Wasn't in the house raising one of them. Right. He was out having sex with other women. Do you mm -hmm. care about family values? I was silent lie after lie after lie. The abortion card drops yesterday. It's literally his handwriting in the card. They say uh -huh. they have receipts, whatever. He gets on Twitter. He lies about it. Okay, wow. I'm done. That's wow. his son. Son, yeah, the one he admitted to having before yeah. he was nailed to admit to more. I mean, not some sort of libtard activist going after Herschel Walker. Not an operative from the Raphael his Warnock blood. campaign. His own blood. Yes, his boy, his kid is saying yeah. these things, confirming these things. So either his kid is a liar... Or his kid is corroborating all the reports that we've seen so far, including mm -hmm. this latest one about the abortion that he paid for. And guess what else? What? I bet there are more. I bet there will be more women who will come forward to say, oh, yeah, he also paid for my, yeah, you want to see the canceled check? I got the check right here for $700 or whatever it is. I've got a greeting card that says, get well soon after your maybe, abortion. Maybe he only pays every other whim, a woman to have an abortion. You know, it's like a, so this one will keep, this one we won't, this one will keep, this one we won't. Yes, it's an eeny, meeny, miny, mo situation. <laughs> yes, he, that's, what, that's what he means when he says pro-choice. <laughs> <laughs> that he has the choice as to he which that abortions choice, yeah. that he pays for, right? Exactly. I also enjoyed uh, Dinesh Douchebag's response to all of sure. this, coming to Herschel Walker's rescue. Because, yes, keep talking, assholes. Keep it up. Keep saying things. Keep extending the news cycle. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So Dinesh Douchebag said, if Raphael Warnock did exactly what Herschel Walker did, the left would brush it off and, even more audacious, accuse the publications that reported on him of racism. The other side relies on us to freak out over the human failings of our candidates. We shouldn't fall into that trap, he says, exclamation mark there. Um, you know what? We would brush it off. You know why? Because that would mean Raphael Warnock isn't a hypocrite. The scary thing about this is uh, in recent days, uh, Herschel Walker has closed the gap in the polls a little bit. And, yes. And uh, in Pennsylvania, Dr. Oz, we use that term loosely, mm -hmm. uh, has, uh, has also closed the gap a little bit. This is a terribly, terribly close election with terribly high stakes. Yeah. And I... I uh, the other crisis in confidence that I'm having is in the election and, and the fact that uh, this thing could really go either way. Mm -hmm. We could win this or we could lose this. And if we lose it, the stakes are so high, I don't, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about the day after election. I can't 
curl up into a fetal position like I did after Trump was elected. Uh, for our own sakes, we must not allow this to happen again. Whatever we have to do to get everyone to the polls, I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little nervous. I mean, like I said, I still have faith and hope that that we could win this, but I also have fear and doubt that we won't. And uh, you know, I, that's where I am right now, and that's how close this is, and that's how high the stakes are. The, the thing that always, always, always worries the fuck out of me. I, my level of disillusionment, I've been talking about this for a couple of years now, certainly since the beginning of the pandemic, which is that my level of disillusionment about my fellow American voter is at an all-time high. And I look at the whimsy that is on display in some of these polls, and yes, mm -hmm. we can debate as to how accurate the polls are. But based right. on the numbers over time, if you're to chart out the numbers, the level of whimsy, the level of short attention spans, the, the level of short-term mm -hmm. memories right. from American voters Our is... Lack of awareness. Yeah. One of those things that I can't get past. I can't forgive that kind of shit. And I, I, more evidence here in this Monmouth University poll that came out yesterday saying that 47% of voters say they want Republicans to control Congress, while 44% said they'd prefer Democrats in control. Mm -hmm. That number has completely reversed between August and now. What the fuck happened between August and now? The only thing I can think of, Buzz, is just they forgot. People just forgot all of that shit from August, and they're seeing whatever new shiny object comes down the pike, and they're basing their decision on that. I, I don't know how what, else to explain what, it. What I'm about to say doesn't apply to California, where gas prices are insane, mm -hmm. six bucks a gallon in, in parts of California. Um, they are the exception. The nationwide average is now 380. That's only. 50 or 60 cents higher than it was last year before all this started. Uh, 50 cents a gallon is no reason to elect fascists. It's just, and, and, and the fact that, that Americans don't even, you know, they, they scream bloody murder, and certainly the, the press did when uh, gas prices were pushing $5 a gallon. Uh, but now that it's three-something as it was last year, uh, they don't seem to notice or remember that fact, and uh, the bitching about uh, inflation continues. Inflation is real, and it's hit some people very hard. It's not an imaginary problem. It's also worldwide. It's not a democratic problem. It's not a uniquely American problem. It's a worldwide problem. Yeah. And and yet people want to blame somebody, want to take it out on somebody. Mm -hmm. And and it appears uh, that the Democrats are the target of that. Ignoring, as you said, the short-term memory, ignoring all of the things we've accomplished on infrastructure and so much more. Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, astounding. Uh, jobs. It's just astounding that this hasn't soaked in. Right. Uh, and although incomes have not kept up with inflation, they have increased. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, the the mall parking lot is still full. I dare you to try to find a parking space at the mall. Mm -hmm. It's insane. Mm -hmm. You would think you would think we were in a boom economy uh, if you looked at a mall parking lot. The, the reality on the ground is things are going pretty well, and yet uh, people are in a foul mood and ready to punish Democrats for it. And we, uh, meaning you and I and the people listening to us, have to do what we can to set the record straight. Yes, what they're seeing is what voters are seeing is members of the cable news media, some uh, print people as well, saying that, okay, well, this poll said that people are concerned about inflation without actually 
giving the facts in terms of the origins of the inf- the inflation that we're experiencing the, right now and so on. The yes, oranges, yeah. the oranges. The oranges of yes. the inflation. That's yes. right. <laughs> and so <laughs> what's happening is people hear that uh, ongoing feedback loop from the press, and that generates right. this false concern, I believe, this contradiction that you're talking about, where people say to pollsters and, and say to whoever that they're concerned about inflation, while at the same time they don't seem to be slow down on their spending at all. So that's uh, one of one situation with inflation. The other thing is that I challenge anyone who's pissed off at the Democrats about inflation to one, describe why inflation is taking place, and two, to tell us what the Republicans plan to do about inflation. Why right. changing the party in control of Congress will make a fucking difference when it comes to inflation. Because you know why? It won't. They don't have a plan. They right. don't have anything to say about this other than, oh, inflation, fuck Brandon. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the extent of the Republican platform plank on uh, inflation. I, I have thought since the beginning that that's our best argument. Yeah. What is it? That, what is the Republican plan? How? What is it Republicans are going to do that's better? How are Republicans going to fix this? Have you heard anything about that? Yes, here, here's uh, that, the answer. That's a notion we have to challenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's the uh, Republican plan on inflation. You would. You could, you do, you you want. That's about you, it. You nothing, could do so. Yeah. You, nothing but that. They don't have a plan. It's you can't argue but, with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, lots more to talk about. Uh, I want to talk sure. about this Dr. Oz story, which seems to be coupled with the Herschel Walker story. But We have to, yeah. Yeah. Weird that, and I don't know what this says about me, Buzz. Weird that uh, the abortion story is far less alarming to me than the Dr. Oz uh, dog experiment story. I don't know <laughs> I don't know how much of a well, misanthrope that yeah, makes you're, me. But you're, 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 You don't have children and you're an animal lover, I guess, is probably <laughs> yeah, the answer to that. Uh, but both are important and both reflect... Both reflect the same cruelty. That's right, what they right. have in common is cruelty. That is the Republican politic cruelty. Yes, absolutely. That's what they do. That's their that's the centerpiece of the entire Republican thing. Cruelty, mm-hmm. trolling, that's it. Okay, let's talk about our Patreon page. Welcome aboard to our Patreon page. Shelly Corchain, Stephanie B, Michael Jenis, Chris Denchfield, Charles Salvador, all brand new subscribers on our Patreon page. Thank you so much for joining our our club of cool kids. Yes, (laughs) welcome aboard. You know, look, look, you can join up, too. If you're pissed off at cable news and other very serious political analysts these days, here's a great way to support independent media, specifically this podcast. For just five bucks per month, you can support our Patreon page as we guide you through the madness and chaos of our politics. But it ain't just about supporting shows like this one. You're also going to get bonus content as a reward for your monthly support. We're talking about exclusive access to our Shadow Docket show recorded after the end credits on our Tuesday and Thursday shows. You're also going to get access to the Patreon app where you can download the free show and our bonus content. Plus, you can join the discussion with our community of Patreon members in the comments under each episode. All that for just $5 per month, just pennies per show, so don't miss out. Again, the website address is bobsuskashow.com. Bookmark it, send it to all your friends, and we thank you. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. 
Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Bob Seska! It's a love song sung about a love gone wrong So you've had your fun, you say you're done You think it's over, but babe, it's just begun You can leave me, but it won't be pretty I hold on tight to how you promised to complete me Just remember, it's you who wanted me Haunted me, now getting rid of me won't be that easy Oh, this wow. is Blame It on Rebecca. Yeah, I love this song. Wow. Yeah, I figured uh, Halloween season. Why don't we wheel out Psycho Stalker here? Yep. I got a link in the description to support Blame It on Rebecca. Yeah, lots of great songs like this. I love how wild and frenetic the music yes. tracks are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> what are what causes this? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then her vocals are outstanding. BobSeska.com slash music to submit your work to the show. Thank you so much for doing that. And, of course, as we're doing, we're playing all of these songs full length at the end of the free show. So, yeah, um, we dare you to turn it off. Yeah. Here we go with this Dr. Oz story. I'm going to skim past the worst parts of this because this kind of shit, enrages me. I know. Uh, know. It just came out yesterday that Dr. Oz tortured and mutilated dogs, puppies, and other animals, over 300 dogs. Oz's team at the Columbia University Institute of Comparative Medicine Labs conducted experiments on at least 1,027 live animal subjects that included dogs, pigs, calves, rabbits, and small rodents. Oh, God. Was this to test his uh, snake oil that he was selling <clears throat> on TV? Oh, God, I hope not. I, I hope mean, that... I, I, what, what, what sort of experiments were these? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I hope at least the teeny tiny silver lining would be that there was some sort of life-saving, life-saving treatment that he was working on, but I doubt that's the case. 34 of these experiments resulted in the deaths of at least 329 dogs, while two of his experiments killed 31 pigs... 38 experiments killed 661 rabbits and rodents. The law specifically requires researchers and breeders to use pain-relieving drugs or euthanasia on the animals and not use paralytics without anesthesia or experiment multiple times on the same animal. Guess what? Guess what? Oz violated that series of laws. No doubt. Yes, and I'm going to stop reading the story right there because it gets worse and worse and worse. This is a post that was uh, that I found on Jezebel, jezebel.com, if you want to read more about it. 
uh, avail yourselves of Google because this, I mean, obviously lots of reasons to dislike Dr. Oz and to vote against him. And holy shit, I hope the karma itches like hell, Dr. Oz. I hope if that's the that's the least of it. If dogs are man's best friend, Mehmet Oz is not a man. <laughs> yeah. Logic. And this is one of those things that... Uh, you know, maybe won't get as much play as the Herschel Walker story. Probably not. Probably yeah. Not. And, and, and frankly, you know, I understand that abortion really is, I think, our biggest driving issue in this campaign. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's, it's the engine fuel for yeah. the Democratic vote this time. Uh, will it be enough is my only question. Uh, and, and every truth we can bring to this, including Dr. Oz, hopefully helps. Well, the dividing line between this story and the Herschel Walker story is Herschel Walker was, is just a hypocrite. Herschel Walker didn't break any laws. Dr. Oz, and I'm not diminishing what Herschel Walker did, make no, no mistake. But what I'm saying is that Dr. Oz may have violated the law when it comes to animal welfare. Well, and was clearly cruel to, to animals. Yeah, uh, yeah. Herschel, Herschel Walker, on the other hand, is potentially harmful to the lives of future women. Again, it's something that is happening to people right now, where anyone who uh, helps someone else get an abortion is now a, a fugitive from the law in right. many states, Criminal. including Texas. Yeah, yeah. And, and Herschel Walker did that exact thing and won't be held accountable for it other than politically. And that he can survive. Herschel Walker will be just fine when he loses the election. There will be nothing, no investigation, nothing along those lines. And unless there is something that comes out of his abuse and threats to kill his family. I mean, these are uh, serious issues in and of themselves, but there's that. So I, the, the less time Just I more, spend yeah, with Dr. Oz in my head, I'll, uh, the healthier I'll be. Again, it, the theme is cruelty. Uh, yeah. Cruelty is the point. Yep, exactly right. So, uh, meantime. This former Trump official has pled guilty to child porn, which indicates that, yeah, th this person actually retained child porn on his this, computer. Yeah, yeah. This, this from the party that accuses Democrats of being pedophile. That's right. A former Commerce Department official in the Trump administration was sentenced to five and a half year prison term after pleading guilty to possession of child pornography. Federal prosecutors announced last week in a court filing under the terms of his plea deal, Adam Hagman. Mm -hmm. I recognize that name from somewhere. I can't quite mm -hmm. place it. Maybe it was because he was in the Commerce Department. He was also sentenced to five years of parole after his release. So five years and then another five years in prison, then another five years of parole and a mandatory requirement to register as a sex offender. That's that's maybe the harshest part of that sentence and perfectly appropriate. Hagman was arrested in November of 2020 after he was found to be a member of an online group chat dedicated to sharing images of child child sexual abuse. The site's name on which the discussions allegedly took place has not been publicly disclosed. Hagman shared with members at least one video of a child being molested, claimed wow. to have sexually abused a child as young as 15, and indicated that he wanted to sexually assault children between the ages of 12 and 16 years old. Prosecutors asserted they found dozens of child sexual abuse videos on Hagman's phone after federal authorities executed a search warrant against him. This is the sort of thing, Buzz, that we see, we read about, we talk about here on the show almost every week, isn't it? Isn't it something that is and just what's, a, what's, a regular occurrence? 
And what's the theme again? Cruelty. Cruelty. Cruel, Absolutely cruelty cruel. to children in yeah. this case. Before that, it was dogs. And before that, it was pregnant mothers. Uh, the cruelty is unimaginable. I mean, yeah. I, 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 none of us ever expected to be at this point. And by the way, I think I found out why you recognize the name and, Andrew Hageman. Yeah. Adam Hageman, that is. Mm -hmm. uh, there's one of those mistakes. Uh, <laughs> Adam Hageman. Uh, had a job before the Commerce Department with Turning Point USA. Oh, there it is. TPUSA. Yeah. That's uh, Charlie mm -hmm. Kirk's outfit. So go. that explains why there's a picture here of Adam Hageman with Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. and also, he's, there's a picture here, Adam Hageman with Sebastian Gorka. Yes, so he's a friend of Sebastian Gorka's as well. Oh, and another nice. one with Madison Cawthorn. By the way, they look like they could be twins, <laughs> Adam Hageman and yeah. uh, Madison Cawthorn. Um, but the thing is, as I was saying before, this is something that happens almost every week. Another Republican getting nabbed for sexual assault or child porn or a combination of both of those things. While they continue to accuse Democrats falsely of being pedophiles. Yes. Well, specifically trans people. They continue this crusade against trans people, Cruelty this again. tiny marginalized segment of our society, this demographic in this country that is routinely bullied into suicide. And this is now enemy number one for the Republican Party. More cruelty. Yes. So what we're seeing here is every week, Republicans engaged in sexual assault, Republicans engaged in child porn. I mean, there's a whole database on the Daily Coast listing all of the things. Cliff Schechter my God, 15 years ago, used to go on the Young Turks every week to do uh, Republican sexcapades. That was his segment where he would recap all the different you know, sexual allegations against Republicans. This is something that is ongoing with the Republican Party. Not something you typically see among Democrats, by the way. But at the same time, they're going after trans people and trying to make sure that trans people can't use the appropriate bathrooms, especially now in elementary schools, accusing trans people of grooming other children. You know, there's one thing that they constantly point to. And this is the yes. incident that took place in a Loudoun County, Virginia public school. And it's not even a real thing. It's, I mean, it actually happened, but it didn't necessarily involve a trans person in the girl's bathroom. What this situation was, let's be entirely clear about what happened in Loudoun County because they can't shut the fuck up about what happened in Loudoun County. That is like their one thing that they can't stop talking about. This situation was between a couple. Now, you could say <laughs> they're teenagers, what, what, define couple. Well, they're going steady or whatever the hell that means. Right. And so they decided to meet up in the girls' bathroom in the handicap stall and then, therefore, to have sex at that point. Mm -hmm. The perpetrator of the sexual assault that took place in this handicap stall was wearing a skirt and is reportedly gender fluid, although there's a lot of controversy about that in and of itself. The perpetrator was not trans. So they're just extrapolating something based on their off-the-charts demonization of trans people and superimposing the trans community onto this one incident between these two teenagers in a Loudoun County uh, public school. Their weak case on this one incident yeah. is being used to characterize a reason for fear across the country. Right. This is, again, the politics of fear, something Bob wrote about many years ago. <laughs> uh, and, and But it's still true. They're still using fear 
to, to motivate uh, yeah. people. Uh, fear of uh, uh, dead, unborn babies. Fear of uh, trans people assaulting your children at the gym mm-hmm. or, or in, in, in a locker room or in a bathroom. Uh, these things don't happen. They're, they're, they're fears about something that doesn't exist. Uh, just right. like voter fraud that they claim uh, that they, they've instilled so much fear about. Also, statistically, does not exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, stoking fear about things that do not exist right. is their engine fuel, is the Republican uh, engine fuel. Yes, and lying about what you should fear is one of the things yes. they do. Because in this case, with the Loudoun County incident, in this case, what they want their people to believe is that a trans girl went into the girls' bathroom and just willy-nilly on the spur of the moment, uh, because she's in the girls' bathroom, uh, just found some other random female student and sexually assaulted her. That's not what happened no. in any way, shape, or form. That's not. You can read the court transcripts. You can read the record of what happened in that case. And that's nowhere near the reality of it. But Republicans want their people to believe. And, of course, lots right. of Republican voters are older people whose brains they can't wrap around the concept of, of being trans in the first right. place. Or undereducated. Under yeah. Exactly right. And it's just it's a, it's a concept that is uh, foreign to them and makes them therefore right. afraid of trans people and therefore willing to go that extra step to say, oh, yeah, well, the trans people are going into the bathrooms to commit sexual assault, even though there is no zero, zero incidents of sexual assault by trans people in bathrooms, whether it's at a public school or whether it's at a rest stop or what have you, it does not happen. But you know what does happen? Republican sexual assault, Republican child porn. That is the real plague as far as this is concerned. And no wonder they're making a big deal about trans people because they don't want us talking about all of their child porn cases and their guilty pleas and all the rest of it. Accuse the other guys first is also their motive operation. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, look, we're guilty of this. So if we accuse them of it publicly first, the public will think that they're the ones who That's are the right. pedophiles. And and uh, among their uneducated or undereducated people, that has worked mm-hmm. uh, for for generation after generation after generation. We've uh, capitalized on people's fear of the different. We yeah. have uh, made them b- believe that there's reason to be afraid of the different, whether different is black or gay or even female. Uh, we, we've set these people apart and and generated lies uh, to feed on people's uncertainty, their fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. How do we conquer that? By making it known, by educating people, yep. by, by helping them understand what this is all about, mm-hmm. by helping Helping in the case of trans people, helping them understand that if if a, a person feels like a woman and and or, or a man, whichever, and and decides that's who they are, that that's their identity, that they're they're not comfortable in any other uh, role. Uh, what's it to you? Right. Uh, you know, if they pay taxes and raise kids and pay their bills, uh, you got no complaint. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they do. And and so we've made this false fear of the unknown. We sh- we education is as always the answer. And the other answer, I think, is to take a note from Republicans, which is that we've got these issues on our side. We've got the truth on our side. And the key to, I think, defeating Republicans, the key to overcoming what I was talking about before, this Mm -hmm. short attention span by American voters, this short-term memory, is to repeat, 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 repeat. If you think you're talking about an issue too much, chances are you're not talking about it enough. 
Yeah. Keep going. Uh, yeah. A lot, a lot of people, you know, and I, I got this on Twitter today. Somebody said, uh, yes, but it won't do any good to talk to them. They they won't listen. I'm not going to change their mind. Exactly. You know who our biggest, I don't want to say enemy, our, our biggest challenge right now is not Republicans, is not MAGA, is not Red Hats. They're a minority. Yeah. We can outvote them if we all vote. Mm-hmm. You, our big challenge, you the listener, your big challenge is talking to Democrats who don't plan to vote, talking to independents who don't plan to vote. Talk to the people. Don't waste your time on the Red Hats. Don't, you know, this. we're not going to change any of their minds. Where we have to get out these truths that Bob is talking about are to the people who think both sides are the same or yeah. don't, don't plan to vote or are not engaged. We have six weeks left. Now, we engage them now or we don't do it and we lose democracy. I posted this morning on Twitter that I've never been so nervous about an election as I am this one. Um, because as I said months ago on this show, uh, I don't think this is the most important election of our lives as we also, as we always hear. It's more than that. It's in my mind and in my heart, it's for all the marbles. That's exactly right. The Everything thing- changes after this election if we don't win it. There are obviously about five to eight percent of voters who are movable, and that's right. who we're talking to. That's I mean, who we ultimately, need. yeah, yeah. And I think also singing to the choir, as the uh, metaphor goes, is also important because guess what? The choir, the choir repeats that, and sometimes mm-hmm. that repetition finds its way to uh, those swing voters. So it works. It, it, it works for the Republicans. We yep. need to employ that technique as well. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Republican right. sex offenders. Republican child porn. Don't let them dictate the terms of the debate. Right. Always swing it back to where we want the terms of the debate to be. Right. Yeah. So that's that's absolutely the key. All right. We're going to talk about Donald Trump's racist tirade against Elaine Chow oh here in a second. Talk about someone else who Donald Trump appointed one of his best people, apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now he's throwing her under the bus along with of Mitch course. McConnell, which is... It's going to be awkward, Buzz, defending Mitch McConnell and Elaine Chow here, which I'm going to try not to do, but, you know, consider it more of an attack against Donald Trump's we, racism when we get to it. We, we may lose a plate or two. <laughs> That's right. Uh, there are more missing files. We'll talk about that. Oh, my God. And this hilariously bad Tudor Nixon commercial featuring a group of old bikers doing yeah. a, doing Academy Award winning performances in this uh, commercial that and a whole lot more coming up here in just a second back with more show right after this okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bob Seska plays more music. You made a fool of me, but them broken dreams have got to end. Hey, woman, you got the blues, cause you ain't got no. This is Mike Farley Band. Oh, man. My good, good friend job, Mike Farley. Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Covering ELO's Evil Woman. Holy crap. Link in the description, of course. This is a this is a killer cover. Yeah. We'll play the whole thing at the end of the show here coming up. Um, yeah, Mike Farley oh. is like the MVP of our indie music here on the show because he represents... I would say probably 60% of all the recording artists we play here on the show. And well, and, and he's, a great, way, yeah. he's a great friend, but I have to give him kudos here for uh, changing our expectations to the song. Yeah. His, his, his arrangement of this starts uh, similar to the, to the hit that he's covering, but then instead of going boom, 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 he comes in very softly with the guitar. Brilliant, brilliant move, attention getting. Yeah. And uh, I want to hear this on my car stereo really loud. Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, again, it's the Mike Farley Band. The album is Where We Stand. And uh, as I said, link in the description. Under this episode of BobSeska.com, just find today's episode. It's dated 10 And you'll find it. You'll find it and, uh, and get to download it with that link there. So, And, and don't forget, Halloween's next week, kids. <laughs> <laughs> It's today, Tuesday, or Thursday. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. know. Oh, my. Yeah. So here's Donald Trump talking about Elaine Chow. And I set that up as if I'm going to play the sound of him talking. And I don't have any... I don't have any Trump sound today, so we might as really? well just, just play him saying this. We have to keep our country gay, prip, prip. Yeah, so that, there's <laughs> Donald Trump saying we have to keep our country gay, prip, prip. Um, <laughs> is McConnell approving all of these trillions of dollars worth of Democrat-sponsored bills, Trump wrote on Troth Central. Troth Central. Uh-huh. Without even the slightest bit of negotiation because he hates Donald J. Trump. That's right. You know, when you're going to talk about yourself in third person, make sure you include your middle initial, God damn it, or other people are just going to be so confused. If he had just said Donald Trump, they'd be saying, well, which Donald Trump are you talking about? I don't understand. Uh, he continues by saying, and he knows I am strongly opposed to them, or is he doing it because he believes in the fake and highly destructive Green New Deal? The Green New Deal, by the way, is not fake. There's an actual document. You can yes. read it. It's there. He continues saying, uh, and is willing to take the country down with him in any event, either reason is unacceptable. Yes. So Mitch McConnell's out to just screw Donald Trump, right? He says here, he has a death wish, meaning Mitch McConnell has a death wish. Oh. And death wish in all caps. So Donald Trump is inviting, threatening, inviting violence against the Republican leader in the United States Senate. And Republicans are okay with that. No one's objected on that no. side of the aisle. No. The worst they've said, I think Rick Scott said, racism is bad about oh, the next Rick part. Scott. Yeah. But none of good them have... Skeletor. Con- 
None of them have condemned the death wish part. Right. There's only been the one guy, Gollum, uh, from your state. Yes, there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He, he condemned that other thing. He said here, must immediately seek help and advice. And if, of course, he misspelled advice. He said advise, advise with uh, an S. Must immediately seek help and advise from his China-loving wife, Coco Chow. His China-loving wife, Coco Chow. Yeah. Elaine Chow, uh, spelled C-H-A-O. Uh, he mm -hmm. spelled it C-H-O-W. Yes. And China. China-loving wife. Doesn't get more racist than that. Nope, absolutely not. So pointing out that she's with China because... She's what, Chinese? Is that what mm. he's getting at here? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's of the Chinese persuasion, Bob. Oh, I yes. see. So where mm. does Coco come from? I don't know. I don't know. I Try ordering that at Starbucks. I'd like a <laughs> Coco Chow, please. See where that gets you. Yeah, I have no idea where that comes from. I mean, yeah. sometimes I think you need some actual racists to explain the dog whistles. You know it when you see it. It's almost like the oh, Supreme sure. Court yeah. definition of porn. You know it when you see it. You know racism when you see it. And this is clearly racist. I just like some information in terms of where Coco comes from. Is that her actual nickname? I don't imagine I, that it is. I don't know. It doesn't I, seem, I don't know. No. <laughs> it doesn't no. seem like she's the nickname sort, does it? No, it's, you know, I would have to search for it, but I wouldn't be surprised if that too is as racist as C-H-O-W. Yeah. Well, and China loving chow. <laughs> I know Mitch McConnell likes to be called Skippy. I just, yeah. <laughs> that's a joke. I don't know. It's almost like when he referred to, who's he talking about? Letitia James, when he said the thing about uh, peekaboo. Uh -huh. That was very clearly racist because we knew what that was all about. He was saying the the racist J word, the right. most racist way to describe black women. That's what, mm. that's what Donald Trump was doing. And you know what? That gets forgotten. I was talking about this on the after party on Friday, that so much of Donald Trump's awfulness gets written off by the press, certainly by cable news, as just being baseline Trump. Like, oh, right. there he goes again. Boys will be boys. Trump will be racist. So we're just going to go right past that. And that's what we have meant all these years when we say normalize. Normalizing. Yes. That's what's happened here. It's been normalized. Well, that's Trump. You know, it's just Trump. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just the guy who wants to be your president again. We all know that he's racist. So why bother reporting on his racism? Uh, meantime, the National Archives has said there are more missing files. It's still yep. not recovered all the presidential records that should have been turned over at the end of the Trump administration, according to a letter to Congress from the acting archivist. Uh, we do not know. We do not know that we do not have custody of everything we should. Th uh, that, I, I don't know what to say about that sentence. We do not know that we do not have custody of everything we should. Yeah, he's saying he can't say with any confidence that yeah. we, we don't have everything or that we do have everything. <laughs> um, yeah, it, that could have been put better, but yeah, uh, you know what happens. He's probably spending a lot of plates, too. Uh, the, the, you know... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, more specifically, uh, these are communications between Trump White House officials that were conducted on other platforms, and the law requires uh, them to transcribe those conversations into the presidential records. And those are, there's many, many communications, many of which could be crucial. Yeah. Uh, those are um, uh, primary among the things that are missing. Exactly. And meantime... Uh, Trump asked one of his lawyers, uh, Alex Cannon, uh -huh. to lie about the existence of files back in February. Uh, he, uh, 
asked one of his lawyers to tell the National Archives and Records Administration in early 2022 that Trump had returned all materials requested by the agency, but the lawyer declined because he was not sure the statement was true, according to people familiar with the matter. So this gives me more impetus to believe that Trump ordered his lawyers, including Christina Bob, back Mm -hmm. in June to also lie about the existence of documents. So this may be the second time Yes, that's the point. That we know of, in which Donald Trump asked his attorneys to lie to the FBI, which is a fucking crime, as we all know by now. As it turned out, thousands more government documents, including some highly classified secrets, remained at Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence and private club. The later discovery of those documents through a May grand jury subpoena and the August 8 FBI search of the Florida property are at the heart of a criminal investigation into the potential mishandling of classified material and the possible hiding, tampering, or destruction of government records. And also, I, I think we heard that Christina Bob is willing to cooperate with the Department of Justice. So it, it could be that she will admit to She's the smart. DOJ, to the grand jury, that Trump asked her to lie about the June 2nd document that she signed, saying there were more, no more documents at Mar-a-Lago. So we'll see. We'll see how that all plays out. But uh, All of Trump's attorneys need a great effing criminal defense attorney, I think, at this point. <laughs> yeah, make attorneys I, I, attorneys. I, I read this morning that uh, Trump has allegedly committed over 500 crimes since announcing his candidacy. Wow. So, 500. We knew it was a lot, but... Uh, you know, 500. Wow. It's a new record. I've surpassed all of the other presidents as the, nobody's seen a president commit more (laughs) crimes than I have ever. I'm the greatest crime committer. Oh my Uh, God. Oh shit. Well, meantime in, uh, Michigan, this, uh, woman, Tudor Dixon is running against, uh, Gretchen Whitmer. And she's not running any TV ads. The yes. Her campaign is not run this fall. Uh, they haven't been running any ads. So right. I guess some supporters decided to take it upon themselves to make her an ad. Yes, this is uh, from one of the county Republican committees. Ah, they is. went out of their way to get some biker friends <laughs> to stand around and put in a cue cards. Oscar-winning yes. performance here. From, what is it? There's uh, seven of them all standing around, looking great, by the way, looking in the tip-top shape, looking in the peak of sure. physical condition. Health. and yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. Here's the commercial in case you haven't seen it. And <laughs> get ready. This is some Meryl Streep, Jack Nicholson-level uh, performance here. Picture, you, you got your jacket, your jean jacket, your leather yeah. jacket, your do-rags. This is the gang we're talking about here. So here's, let's roll with it. There that. we go. Hey, have you seen the TV ads with the governor talking about the great things she's done for Michigan? She's a liar. <laughs> Whitmer can say what she wants, but we live here. Just look around, man. During COVID, <laughs> Whitmer locked down businesses. Like- I just like there was some guy sitting uh-huh. in his living room at his laptop, just typing that up. This is campaign winning material right here. I, I, I have a I have a request. I want you to, to to lift that that one line from the woman uh, where she says this this ain't right, man, or whatever it is she says. <laughs> That would be great in your opening someday, I think. Just look around, man. During COVID, Whitmer locked down businesses like the Owasso Barber and put one woman from Holland in jail. Oh, yeah. 3,000 restaurants closed. And she's pro-business? Yeah, right. And what about those higher gas and food prices? (laughs) Our schools were closed. (laughs) I love the big pregnant pause. Yes, yeah. And what about those gas and food prices? (laughs) <laughs> Silence, crickets. You can insert crickets there. Yes. It's, yeah, tight as fuck. Editing as is- we know, governors control all those things, like presidents do. <laughs> For almost two years, 
Poor kids. Speaking of kids, Whitmer says she's going to work like hell to keep killing babies. And she put COVID patients. Yeah, things turned dark there for a second, didn't it? Yeah, they did. <laughs> Jesus. It's in Graham's nursing home. Graham died alone. That is my favorite part. The one guy on the end with the long white hair sad, and white beard yeah. and beanie cap. They go to a close-up of that line where he turns and talks right into the camera. Uh-huh. And it is absolutely wonderful. And she put COVID patients in Graham's nursing home. Graham died alone. How awful. Graham died alone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh. Okay, okay, I'm both. <laughs> yes, I can just see the script where it says, sigh. Yeah. Right, sigh. Surprised they didn't read that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm voting for the other chick. What's her name? Tudor Dixon. Okay, let's roll. Watch out for potholes. Whitmer never kept her promise to fix the damn roads. Yes, they want big government to fix the damn roads, right? Oh, sure, sure, if yeah. you're a biker, you know. I love the pregnant pause right before Tudor, Dix Tudor Dixon because it's almost as though they forgot the name of the candidate they're supporting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a nice, nice work, kids. Yes, congratulations. Yeah. We'll be submitting that to the Academy via an extensive campaign. This uh, this winter, watch for it on social media. They just they were throwing everything against the wall to see what would work. I think. <laughs> yes, I would say so. Throwing against the wall—that's a great way to put it. Because, yes, some sort of spattering effect. Wait, <laughs> are we being, describe it. are we being played out? I think we're being played out. Oh my! Oh, the time just flew, Bob. But what does that mean to play us out? What does that mean? <laughs> Bill O'Reilly doesn't know what it means to play us out. Um, all right, so uh, that's that. We're going to talk uh, on the Shadow Docket more about Maggie Haberman, maybe. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to call an audible right here and say, yeah. I'm done with Maggie Haberman content. Okay. Yeah, so no more Maggie Haberman content on the show there for you a go. while. Yeah, yeah. Enough said. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I want to get to some, uh, let's see, Pennsylvania poll results. Okay. Uh, we're going to answer the question, possible answer to the question, uh -huh. why are Trump supporters so fucking angry? We have an yeah. answer uh, to that question from uh, Michael Sokolov from The Atlantic. Okay. He's talking to some Trump-supporting friends and got back to us here. Not me, did personally. He go, did, but, he go, did he go to a diner in the Midwest to get that? or? <laughs> we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, that occurred to me. And uh -huh. as I'm reading it, I'm going, Fuck. Another diner story. I don't well, think it's a diner what, story, but this we'll, is this is actually insightful. This clears, clears okay, some things all up. All right, good. Yeah, I look forward yeah. to that then. Plus, uh, Mike Lindell news uh, coming up on the Shadow Docket. Uh, Marjorie <laughs> yeah, Taylor fun. Green is oh, uh, more fun. Yeah, spreading lies about Democrats wanting to kill Republicans. Mm -hmm. They're already and, doing it, she says. Yeah, and oh my God, the Russian bat virus. Get ready for that. Sure. Why not? Bring it. What do we care anymore? Yeah. Another thing that we can completely fuck up as a society. Bring it on. We're ready. We're not ready, in fact. No. We're yeah. not. But we're but we're ready to not be ready. That's the important thing. Remember when George W. Bush after 9-11 kept talking about resolve? Uh-huh. Remember the resolve after 9-11? We should have resolve. That's gone. That a, we have no resolve. <laughs> yeah. 
we have no more resolve left in this country. You resolve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. So uh, the Russian bat virus. That'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, make sure to go to bobseskashow.com. Sign up for $5 a month. It's Shadow Docket. You can listen on the Patreon page. Get going right now. See you over there, folks. Bye-bye. It's a love song sung about a love gone wrong So you've had your fun, you say you're done You think it's over, but babe, it's just begun You can leave me, but it won't be pretty I hold on tight to how you promised to complete me Just remember, it's you who wanted me Haunted me, now getting rid of me won't be that easy
Got the blue 